Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, 5 o'clock on a Friday. Let's do this. Let's hit the books. Part of the Hammer Betting Network alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish. Producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips. I am merely Brad Powers. Before we get to all your comments and questions for the upcoming bowl games, a nice slate coming up not only on Friday night here as we're leading into tonight's game, but a nice slate uh, for tomorrow. Before we recap, a 2-0. That's right, 2-0 start so for, as far as best bets. Before we get to all that and help a lot more, let me remind everybody that Hit the Books is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books, always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you are looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hit the books, or you can hit the link in the description. We sign up through this page. It does help support the show. Kanish, nice, easy winner for a rocking chair winner for us. Uh, I know some other people like Syracuse, despite no OC, no quarterback, but uh, plus three and a half was nice. 45 nothing outright win. Yeah, that's about, uh, you know, as uh, as easy as it gets for baby Boca Raton. Um, I, and listen, I, I don't like to be, you know, Mr. I don't know what's got. There was, I know some other people around Syracuse early in the day yesterday. There was a wave of Syracuse money that bet it through the three. Um, I don't know. I just didn't see. I kept asking, uh, you know, a few people I work with in that, you know, with the, I just, with the way they ended the season, the firings, the the Wildcat QB, um, and early in that game, it it was pretty obvious that the offense wasn't going to work um, and they were going to get both boat race. So, uh yeah, good, good, good win there. Um, wish they, wish they could all be like that. Uh, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd sleep a lot better. Um, so, uh, but no, nice, nice to have a, you know, a nice smooth win, a nice for a team to get up by twenty eight and actually still win. That, that yeah. was very refreshing. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was a nice change of pace. Does anybody really know what's going on in any of these games? It really. Uh, if they're know- being truly honest, does anybody know? I'm talking betters players coaches viewers does anybody really have a great feel for this i I, you know i was talking to the the ybyb guys yesterday and saying you know if you really want to like live bet in some of these instances and and you saw and we keep going back to this like in the western kentucky game where like the the water boy coaches kid or whatever gets the first few series they go down there then they put in the real quarterback and they come and bet and like there's been a bunch of like guys playing the first quarter first half hitting a certain number, uh, Georgia, Southern, out, out at the bar till 3 a.m. getting hammered. There's just so many different angles in bowl season that that I don't think apply to the regular season, which if you got the jump on some of that or you're paying attention, great. If you, if you go into a game and maybe it wasn't known, then you're like, oh, well, nice to see that, uh, you know, the, the team was out till 6 a.m. or that the star players only playing a, a first half, so... Yeah, there, there's so much just random, 
crap uh, and nowadays that uh, it can be frustrating, can be beneficial, uh, you know, easy to yeah, hopefully we can kind of roll with the punches. So nice one last night, though. I want to mention I am wearing the hat. Thank you to Tony, friend of the program, sent me the hat, says he's tired of me wearing any other team except Michigan. I agree, Tony. Nice of Tony to, uh, you know, finally get you some uh, real real good looking apparel there. Yeah. So I promised him I would wear it on today's show. So uh, if you're listening or watching, Tony, thank you very much for the Michigan hat. I am a Harbaugh fan, not a Michigan fan, but I do like Harbaugh. To say the least. I'm not sure that I like Michigan. I will not be wearing the hat on New Year's Day, though. I, I will <laughs> tell you that. Unless I lose a bet. Uh, I don't plan on losing, though. Uh, before we get to questions, let me just remind everybody the best bets uh, so far. And, you know, if CLV means anything, we're looking pretty good in a lot of these. Uh, Oklahoma State plus three. Rutgers plus three and a half. Wyoming minus 150 on the money line. Oregon State plus six and a half. USC plus seven and a half. BC uh, and SMU under 51 and a half, LSU minus seven. Uh, speaking of, and there, if you're watching live or you're watching uh, as far as the YouTube channel, uh, you can see them posted there. I do want to hit the LSU news because there was some big news today. LSU is going to lose their offensive coordinator. Mike Denbrock is going to leave and go over to Notre Dame and be the OC there. Denbrock will not call plays as far as the bowl game goes. Do I think it's a significant negative? For the bowl game, no. I'm still happy with our LSU bet, to say the least. Market says we're still good there. We're up to 10. Uh, but I do think it's a really good hire for Notre Dame, to say the least. Huge upgrade for them going from Dembrock, going from Parker to Dembrock. Significant. So as a Notre Dame fan, I'm pretty pumped up, man. Uh, that was a good move. Notre Dame's handling their business. They're spending money. They're doing it uh, quickly, not loudly. They're just getting things done in a very timely manner. I'm pretty – I mean, this is buttoned up as they've been, I mean, since – I mean, since I've been following it, honestly, we, we'd have to go to the Lou Holtz days, and nobody remembers that now at this point. I, I agree. It was one of those, like, last year, I think, you know what? You, you, they didn't compound the mistake, right? Last year, they kind of learned. They went a little cheap uh, on Ludwig or whatever happened there that the deal kind of fell through. This year, handled the business. Brought back, you know, obviously LSU, insane offense this year. Um, went and got the quarterback, uh, you know, identified early. Same thing as Hartman last year. Got it done. And now, now you get a real OC in there. So I agree. Uh, Notre Dame, you know, and and they didn't, didn't freak out about some of the early Freeman stuff and kind of everybody, you know, turn to, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve there. But I think he's a good head coach, good recruiter. So, yeah, the program seems to be uh, heading in the right direction. And that's what they really needed. Well, you know, I think what they were missing this year from being, a, you know, a potential playoff team was not only the OC, but also some, you know, probably that skill talent on the outside. So addressing that in a number of factors. Um, and, and I think they, you know, can be a team that uh, going forward is, is kind of getting back to the level that people remember from the Lou Holtz day where, you, you know, you don't have to go back 20 years to remember them, you know, being in that. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, I think they're doing, they're doing solid stuff there in South Bend. With a 12-team playoff next year, it's. I mean, I'm just going to set the expectations. This play, playoff or bust for Notre Dame with what they got in the portal uh, for now having, as long as they can hold on to Al Golden as D.C., I mean, that, that, that should be a playoff team next year. Uh, let's get, without further ado, let, let's get to the comments, questions uh, in the chat. Uh, RW Fan 23 please oh, discuss. Yeah. yeah, he's in always early. Uh, Auburn, Maryland, please discuss it. Well, I mean, obviously the big move happened the other day with uh, Maryland starting quarterback Talia Tungavailoa being out. 
Uh, line went from two, two and a half to seven. Would I bet it now? I would not. You either got it or you didn't. I, I'm more, I unfortunately am going to say this on a lot of games, but uh, seven seems relatively fair. Did, did you take part in this Auburn money here? Um, yeah, there was. Uh, and honestly, I, I it was one of those um, got got the word right before McMurphy tweeted it, so was not yeah. able to get down the the position that I would have liked uh, to to have on that one. Um, so uh, obviously, if I if I knew. Uh, or, you know, Brett was going to tweet it like th- three minutes after I got the info, uh, yeah. I you know, went a lot harder. So yeah, that was, uh, I wish I had a little bit bigger position than, than I ended up with, but yeah, a little bit, um, on there. I don't know it, you know, I, is it, it's Billy Edwards, right? Uh, I think that's, he's still on. Yeah. The, he's okay. To be honest with you. Yeah, I've seen I, him a lot. I, I don't know if it's a massive downgrade. Um, yeah, Talia, you know, for he had high highs and and some low lows in terms of you know turnovers. There, it always seemed like uh, you know when he was having a good game, there'd always be then this like oh, I'm going to throw it to to kind of ruin any chance. Um, I actually might get a little interested in uh, the over here. Yes, um, yes, yes. I agree. Let's wait. Let's not fire now, but yeah. I think 45 is a go. I, that's that's the number I was looking for too. Was yeah. uh, I don't think Maryland's defense, um, you know, is gonna especially they, you know, they lost their best player Brandon, uh, Brandon to Michigan. The Talia downgrade probably not as significant as uh, we think. So yeah, I'm kind of of the uh, the opinion there that, that that you know this is probably a little bit too much of a an adjustment on the total, even where it's at now. Yeah, I mean. I don't want to go now, though, because, I mean, you know, those late Johnny come lately. He's, oh, Maryland's quarterback's out. Well, let's, you know, bet under. So do you want to be patient? Wait a little bit? We've still got time. Or yeah, no? Or you think it's going to get hit? Well, well, the fact that we're discussing at length now might make it a little uh, – right, I, I I've already really... got the over at a bad number. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, over. Uh, yeah, like let's, let's, hey, we can lock it in there. Uh, I, I think it's – I think it's good where to honestly, even like you know, 45 and a half, 46 out there. Um, that, that's, that's fine to me. Uh, obviously if you can find a flat 45, I don't see too much, but I no. still think that's, uh, still think those are worth play. It's just too much of an adjustment for, for a game that I agree with you. I kind of liked the over to begin with, and now we're getting a discount when I don't know if, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really say that, that impactful. So, uh, yeah, we'll, I like the over there. Yeah, I bet a bad number, 48 and a half. Got a lot of bad tickets. I think he gets back season. there. Yeah. Uh, all right, there we go. Best bet for those of you watching. We hit it uh, early. All right, RW fan, uh, another game, Troy Duke. Ooh, I mean, too much uncertainty for me. Both teams, interim coaches. Uh, I, I think price, I think, matters a little bit. Obviously, we're right around that key number of seven. I would lean Troy at six and a half. If you told me you leaned uh, Duke at seven and a half, I would understand those two positions, but at seven, pretty much across the board, no play for me. Did you get involved? I, I did bet Troy. Full disclosure, I, I laid six and a half with Troy. Yeah, I got involved with a little Troy early, um, and some guys I work with actually bet a little uh, Duke the other day at, at over, I think, seven and a half, eight on there. There's still some a uh, couple of seven and a halves out there. I'm I'm with you on that one. I think the Troy early was probably good. I figured over a touchdown you'd have some Duke buyers. I know Duke's missing a, a large chunk of their roster. Um, 
there's just not not too much to to like in this one where it's at. Um, I think we do have a and actually a, a Joey props on this one that uh, I, I just all right. Filled, there we go. Filled earlier, so we can give a, a little something here. Uh, and this is this is franchise approved. Uh, he liked the Loftus, the Duke Loftus passing yardage over Grayson Loftus. Um, one that, and I know some. There was actually some people uh, taking part in some of the over once it dropped under forty four. So I think this is one that um, maybe a little bit higher scoring. Uh, and Duke, and there was some. There, yeah. What is there? A two o two. Oh wow! ESPN bets up there. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Two o two there. Uh, if you can jump in on that one. Um, and that that's just. I think I played a one ninety nine and a half. So um. Yeah, right about there. Uh, so 202 is good. Duke really changed their offense. Now they're missing their best receiver. So that would be if you if you want the 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 antithesis of this play, it's that they lost their best receiver. But down the stretch, um, they uh, oh, well, Duke, oh, seven, Duke, Duke plus seven on the money line. On the money line here, but yeah. um, down the stretch, they're playing much faster. They're throwing a little bit more. Um, after Leonard kind of went out, they kind of went away from that. Like we're going to have to, they, they really had no other offensive game, you know, playing they do without him. So um, yeah, I one like the passing yardage over a bit on, on Loftus. Uh, and, and to be honest with you, like the, the over where it's at just overall in the, the game. You on best bet over. You like, you like it at four. I, I really, I know. Uh, I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. Okay. I, let's uh, we'll just, let's keep just it stick with way. Loftus. Okay. Trying to think what I made it without. If both teams were full operational, I made it 48. Um, so yeah, I, I, I lean that way. David in the chat, Missouri plus one and a half or wait. Uh interesting. I, I like think, the Buckeyes. Yeah, I know you you came back on uh the BPs came back on some Ohio, and I agree. I think at uh, if the, all these Ohio State guys that we talked about are going to play. You'll get a better number on Missouri. Um, yeah, I think so this will go, yeah. go back to three, probably, you know, three, maybe at highest, I think three and a half. Uh, so I think you get more Ohio State steam as uh, as some of those guys. Again, this is contingent on the majority of Ohio State players. Maybe Marvin Harrison doesn't, but Ibuka, Burke, some of the other defensive guys, apparently, word is they're all going to play. Yeah. We'll, We'll see. So again, there'll there'll be more Ohio State money, assuming those guys are in. Hearing good practice reports about uh, Devin Brown at quarterback too. That's another reason. Did we did we talk about this guy? Like, are, is Ohio State going to go into twenty four <laughs> with Devin Brown as and Devin Brown and a freshman? I just don't. And I know some people like like to me. I'm not a Devin Brown guy. Uh, yeah. And in terms of like, I don't think his ceiling is high enough to justify. Like, if you're Ryan Day. And you're probably fired if you lose, you know, one a Michigan and another game next year. You're going to go in with Brown and Air Nolan. I I wouldn't. I uh, wouldn't either. But I I, I heard, heard that Cam Ward was looking for two million, and they didn't want to pay that. Well, I can't play. That's a big chunk of money for. And don't get me wrong, Cam Ward, nice college player, but two million for Cam Ward. Yeah, that's what I heard. And some of this stuff, I think, is actually. It's believable, honestly, and, and it I, wasn't from some idiot on a message board. I it was from someone relatively reliable. So uh, I don't know. I my guess is they'll end up getting someone we're not even thinking about right now. That's my guess. Uh, we'll see. They, they they are pretty happy with Devin Brown, and they like Air Nolan. But wow, that's I'm a gambling guy. 
I'm not making that gamble. No, hell no. If I'm Ryan Day. Not, not where Ryan Day's at in the – if I'm making I'm, – I'm telling the, the, them to – if Cam Ward needs $2 million, then uh, if – and again, you might – you know what? If you're a collective person, I don't know. If you're Ryan Day, be like, ah, eh, you don't let – I'm going to have to see it. You're going to have to do what you're doing. I don't know if I'm spending $2 million. I, I might be spending more money on a new coach next year. <laughs> I like that. Well, well, well put. Charles in the chat, uh, ODU not covering is on my Mount Rushmore for worst losses. Anyone you guys remember that still hurt? Uh, more watch alongs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People yeah, love yeah, people yeah. love that. Unfortunately, yeah. no game going right now for us to uh, melt down of. Worst ever. Well, I got a few. I had one last year. The Boise State-Utah State game was really bad. When you have a 17-point underdog that you think has a chance to win outright and you don't even cover. We're talking in the final two minutes. That that was rough. Uh and then the bowl game for me goes back to my first really bad beat that I remember that I had some money on was the Belk Bowl, uh, Duke, Cincinnati. It just had all the check marks. Uh, you know, Duke team trying to win the first bowl game, excited to be there. Cincinnati uh, had an interim coach, not sure that they want to be there. Duke is probably going to win the game outright. They're more than a touchdown underdog, and somehow they don't cover. So, uh, yeah, the Belk Bowl and I think, 2012, 2012 season is the one that I remember. You got one? That sticks out to you. Honestly, and you know what? This is going to go way off the reservation. The worst beat I can remember in my life. Now, this is 2014, so I was a lot broker then. Um, but I, it was USA-Portugal World Cup game. I had, like, a, a for, for the time, a large bet, a large bet on USA uh, money line, which was, like, plus 350 or something. And they were up 2-1. With, like with literally like 15 seconds to go in the game, wow. the last kick of the game, Ronaldo crosses it. Uh, and I, th- I remember, I forget, even forget the guy's name on Portugal heads it in a- as the game. It was like the last play of the game. And I remember like slamming like uh, down on, on like my coffee table at that time and just being in shambles for hours. Um, so that was the one that, uh, that brings up the most uh, college football. I think it's just college football. Like you have almost been desensitized to it at this point. Um, but yeah, that that was the one that that uh, I, I'll I'll never forget as like a, a top one in lifetime. I got one right here. See that? You see that? Anybody watching? Her name was Olivia. She broke my heart. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that, that was my worst beat. No, I'm kidding. Uh, for Jaws fans, that's funny. But yeah, that wow, last kick in a soccer game. That's rough. You know, you seem to always not necessarily the ones you lost the most money, but the ones yes, that the ones like that played out left the a way scar, that, left yeah. a scar early on in your career. You're like, oh fuck, this this shit can happen to me. Those are the ones that you tend to remember. Charles in the chat, do you think FSU is going to get out of the ACC? Well, they want to. Conferences, uh, the conference would collapse at that point. Miami uh, and Clemson would follow them. Yeah, I mean, they definitely want to. I don't know. Does a Big Ten and and SEC really want them though? I don't. I saw some tweet today. I forget. Maybe it was McMur- something like they thought that the amount it would cost them to get out of the conference due to like the TV deals and the legal seat would be like a, a billion dollars or something. Like the the estimate that they were saying like that to get out of the conference now was just such an insane amount of money. So yeah, I think they want. But that TV. It's it's sad how this is like the TV deal. The the what destroyed the Pac-12 was uh, I forget his name, but the Pac-12 network failure and their last TV deal going belly up. And the ACC is going to suffer the same fate. They they locked everybody into this, like, 
15 year TV deal uh, till 2034. And I, the teams can't, and, and SC, you know, a, a ESPN as the SEC, that's their conference. They're promoting ACC on the back burner. So, yeah, I mean, FSU, you feel for them. They're in a tough spot. Uh, they got screwed, and it doesn't look like they have a way out. So, Oof. They have a way like, in. All the 12-team playoff. They'll be all right. You're, yeah, you're yeah I agree. Yeah, now with the playoff, you, you, you won't have to worry about let that. It, let it simmer a little bit, you know, instead of uh, – you're going to be a 2-3 loss program in, in those other conferences. I mean, really good programs better get used to, you know, not going unbeaten. I'll put it that way. For sure. Uh, I'm even talking the Alabamas of the world. Are that, all those fan bases ready to, to lose a game or two every year? Because when you're playing that kind of competition, you, I mean – it's not, you know, Mississippi agree, State. That's going to be such a shift, like a cultural shift in college football in these mega conferences of like 12 and 0 is just not going to have, you might have a one, you know, one, but any of these, you know, even the legendary top tier programs, like it's just not going to be possible anymore. Like you can't get up six straight weeks first, like, you know, again, so yeah, that's going to be uh, an interesting, you know, hope people in, in 2024, if people like not melting down the losses, good luck. Yeah. I mean, it's ingrained in you that every week and every game matters in college football. That's why I'm anxious to see uh, if there's some meltdowns in the fan bases. That should make Twitter at least fun. Uh, John Stuff in the chat. San Jose State minus nine and a half against Coastal. We did finally see a little bit of Coastal money. I lean that way. I'll be honest with you. I am I know it's supposed to be windy. And I know Coastal's uh, got the third string quarterback. But he's played a bunch. And it's always windy on the islands. I don't agree with the total being down where it's at. So I, I like at the current numbers, I like over 48 and a half. Yeah, I, you know what? And I, I bet a little coastal out there. Are we going head to head on this baby? Or yeah, you, you, you lost. No, nah, I don't like that. Uh, head to head on the total. I'll go head to head on the total. Oh no, no, no! I was on the side. I know you were uh, a smart. No, nah, I just uh, made a bet. I mean, everyone. Oh, you made a bet. That, that's I make a bet on every freaking game. I mean, come on. I mean, some that I'm willing to, to. I mean, the bet's enough for me. No, I'm not going head to head. All right, all right. Uh, well, what number you want to go head to head at? I bet it matters. I bet you took ten and a half, <laughs> and I'm happy laying nine and a half. Right? Am I right? Yeah. No. I uh, I, I like Coastal a little bit at the ten. Um, and I I, and I would not that. go head to head at ten. It's neither right. laying nine and a half on the uh, uh, the over lean even with even with the win. Yeah, I mean it's it always calls for that. Hell, I remember that as a kid watching the late night Hawaii games. There'd be like blowing trash on the field and stuff. <laughs> That's I used to remember that very well. Uh, John Stuff, uh, Rutgers pick versus Miami. Well, I mean, it was the best. I still lean that way. That's how much of a, uh, how strongly I, I like that best bet. I think Rutgers wins. But if you've been following along two weeks ago, we gave out Rutgers plus three and a half. So, I mean, at some point, this should matter. I would love <laughs> yeah, us to go unbeaten in both. In this season. game where the total is 40 and it's going to be uh, on a baseball field in, uh, you know, late December. So, yeah, I, I think this is one. Um, and I, I tend to agree. To, I, I just, it's hard to imagine Miami, especially with who's showing up. Like they're, they're, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, and again, I'm not a Rutgers truther any, by any means, but it should be a disgusting game. Uh, a game that he's just three, like three is so valuable in this type like the game that we're expecting, especially if it gets weather, any of that. So I'd still lean that way at Moneyline, but obviously I like where we got in. Yep. Mark asked in the chat, Utah State minus one and a half over Georgia State looks easy. What am I missing? A little bit of Georgia State money in the marketplace. They said tailgate tent. They said Brad Powers. You don't know what you're talking about. I like Utah State. If I had to, at the current numbers right now, 
for tomorrow's games, I still like Utah State minus the one and a half. Favorite bet. I'm this is one that uh the Joey uh Joey Fence. I'm I'm really I don't I don't have a strong take on this game. Oh, wow. uh, side or total. I know you guys like some Utah State. I know there was some Georgia State buyers. Um I can see both angles. I think you've got one, you know, uh, a team that's leaned on their defense all year, one team that uh you know kind of on their rushing offense uh has been and you know you factor in the lower tier of the Sun Belt so far. Not exactly. Zero covers for the Sun Belt. So eh, not exactly. And again, we it's, I don't want to go crazy with the sample and all that, but it obviously has not looked impressive. So that's a long-winded way of saying I don't know. Uh, I know, you know, the BP in the tent like uh, Utah State. I'm I'm pretty neutral uh, at where this at. So nothing. I don't have a big stake on you know where what it has one and a half. I like Marcus Carroll, the running back for Georgia State. He's out. Uh, top wide receiver portal. They had like four guys hit the portal and they all went to power five teams. So I yeah, mean, that, no, that's, that's fair. That's, that's, that's losing a lot. And I think Utah State's from familiarity with the blue turf, I think matters a little, does it matter on a year in and year out basis now? No, but for a Georgia state team, there might be a little bit of a culture shock going from the South to Boise, Idaho. Uh, so yeah, I think all that we'll see. Uh, me and the tent are on that one. And speaking of that, cause I don't see any questions on it. Me and the tent are also, Locked side by side tonight, Georgia Tech. Uh, we got the plus six against uh, Blue Horseshoe. Are you with Blue Horseshoe and the UCF money here? What's going on? Oh baby, uh, I didn't know the the horseshoe. You know, you I didn't know he was outside the South Point having a hot dog betting. Uh, you know, whatever number is only at he's the not South allowed in the there. South Point. He gets arrested if he goes. I there. well, good, good. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you know they lock him up there. Uh, but no, I um, I will say I. This is another one. I I like to. I know once the number got up there, uh, I agree. You know, with the tech play, it's come down a bit. This is just such. This is like the most high variance game. I would, if I'm recommending here, it would be to live bet this game. I think it'd be massively high variance. I think you go both ways. So um, it, it's not something that at the current I, I would want to get involved in. Uh, but a game that I think should be a good live betting battle. What about the total? Aaron's asking about that. I I agreed with the money on the over. I'm not running now to, to bet over at, at the current numbers. Are you? No, the same thing. Uh, and I know it kind of peaked, what, a 67 and a half, maybe some 68 come down a bit. Yeah. Um, the, the If you want me to play devil's advocate, it's two teams that are probably going to run a lot with the running clock there, uh, you know, and that, but at the they same time, tempo, though. yeah, yeah. Both using tempo, both defense is pretty suspect at times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, one that I, I think it's a better watch than it is a betting for, for where they're, they're at numbers are at right now. I agree. And, and when I it wasn't best bet material for me, it's just, you know, that that's the side I'm leaning on tonight. I I think it's honestly one of the more should be one of the better bowl games. I mean, should be. I think two teams that are a little bit better than their record, uh, relatively evenly matched. Hopefully we get a good bowl, good bowl game tonight. Michael in the chat, uh, Bowling Green plus three and a half thoughts. I think they're the right side, but I. I, again, it was six and a half. I'm just, the, the guy, the, the points matter guy in me still says a hey, number should matter. You're a little late to the party, but you know, I, I'd lean Bowling Green plus three and a half. Me too. Um, I, I played some early Bowling Green. I, I played some more at the, there was a rogue four and a half the other day. Actually add a little more there. Uh, still some four. Still find some four. So make oh, sure you're getting that, that four. Well, it's four and a half, one point. So about four, but honestly, I, I still think four is, is I, 
I think Minnesota's awful. Uh, and really, and now they're, I don't know if their quarterback is playing this game, but I think he's string quarterback. Yeah. So I just think, I, I don't, you know, I, I know uh, that it's come down a lot, you know, from opening there. If you didn't jump on, I still think it's good. Uh, I'd play at the three. Um, I, I just, Bowling Green's defense was relatively impressive throughout, you know, most of the year. And I don't think they didn't get killed by the portal, at least so far. Um, I, I just, I, Minnesota was a team all year that, that I just was extremely unimpressed with, uh, especially offensively. So, and now they lost the DC. Um, so yeah, that's one that, uh, I think the, the Falcons sink the, Sink the boat, baby. So oh, uh, that would sink the boat if they Minnesota lost outright. Now I will Ooh. say Fleck has been good in, in, in his, you know, he's gotten a, he's a good beating in bowl games in Minnesota. What he's won he's, five. Yeah, I was gonna say he has a great history of uh being able to get these teams out. However, I he hasn't gone through a bowl game where uh you know this many you had this kind of opt-outs and and lost to DC. So uh that's when I still I'm still like the Falcons there. I know Minnesota's uh, defense wasn't great this year, but I really like Joe Rossi, the D.C. Uh, that's trouble when he's leaving to go to Michigan State. I'm mean, not Michigan, Michigan State. To me, that screams – that's kind of a lateral move, isn't it? It seems like that to me. Oof. Uh, Bob in the chat, Auburn team total over better than a field goal. you make that out? Um, I do, I'll give you – uh, just to that, I played some Auburn team total over 26 and a half, if that helps you, Bob. Uh, okay. So I don't know if you, uh, if you laid the, if you're able to lay the three or something before it got steamed up, then there you no. go. You're in a good spot. But I did play some Auburn team total over as well. Fair enough. It makes sense now. If it, Auburn minus three, we're back where it was. Okay. I'm understanding that. You're that a little sharper than, you're sharper than me. I, I, I didn't understand that. But yeah, Auburn team total makes some sense there. Uh, Philip in the chat. Uh, Oh, Zach uh, mentioned he doesn't have that stamp for the Auburn team total. Yeah, a lot of those, uh, those have been even been slow to get. Even though these lines have been out for a couple weeks, these team totals are not uh, available until you get like 24, 48 hours before the game starting. So uh, they know they can be taken advantage there. Uh, Philip in the chat, Georgia State money line versus Utah State. No, I like Utah State, uh, but and there's uh, there is some difference of, of opinions there. Uh, Philip, I do agree with the Air Force money line against James Madison tomorrow. I, I, I like the force tomorrow. Do you? Yeah, uh, played him at a, at a couple numbers. It looked like Larrier's back, so he's in. Uh, I don't. The only thing it is like JMU is still on the where like they've got like a dozen portal guys that like say they're playing, but are they playing? And then is McLeod? Yeah, I agree. McLeod going to play the entire game? He says he's in. So. What you get out of JMU uh, is going to be, you know, nobody knows until kickoff here. So, uh, but it's one of those where if you don't got, got like a lot of guys bought in, are you stopping the triple option? Really? It's like, I don't know. And then, you know, you, you've got the, uh, the coaching staff chain. So are you really repping, uh, you know, triple option for three weeks here to prepare for it? I don't know. So yeah, gun to my head would still take the force. One thing with all the uncertainty with bowl games and opt-outs, I looked at it. Air Force has won and covered four straight bowl games. Navy has won and covered five of their last six bowl games. Army has won four of their last five bowl games. You don't have to worry about effort uh, with the service academy team. So, uh, yeah, I like Air Force quite a bit. That'd be... I did see the one Air Force running back hit the portal. How does an Air Force guy hit the portal? How do you <laughs> yeah. get out of that? Uh, like, yeah. I don't know how you get out of that. 
All right. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, do you hit the portal and then, uh, you know, say I'll, I'll, I'll be back once uh, my four years is up? Uh, yeah, so I don't you- know what that commitment is. I know Notre Dame got a safety from Navy a couple years ago. Uh, I don't know. Uh, BK in the chat. Yep, we already talked to UCF. Uh, oh, here's a personal question for you. Kanish, did you relapse on uh, any of the caffeine yet? No, Joey, uh, Joey's staying strong, baby. Uh, I am drinking some decaf. So I found a decaf cold brew on Amazon. So I've uh, been having a glass of decaf. Oh, you were searching? <laughs> I, I did. I was because I'm a cold brew guy. I don't like it hot. Okay. So it's hard, it's hard to find a decaf cold brew, I will say. So uh, there was this one I found out. I don't even know the brand, um, but hashtag no free ad. For, but uh, <laughs> honestly, it ta- the taste is pretty good. Um, and the the no caffeine has been been good for uh you know just uh anxiety levels and general sanity so uh was good to take a break i i don't i'll probably you know i'm not saying i'll be no caffeine forever but uh needed a little break uh and and the the decaf's are, are all right you know now i will say when there's some football on and it's noon and you really want to you know have a large cold brew and go crazy do i miss some of that yes but I understand as you get older, sometimes you got to make decisions that uh, maybe, you know, are not as great, great for you. I hear you on that. I'm going to have to make decisions on that. I'm, I'm impressed that you were able to do it during football. After football well, it was the end. I, I, was, yeah. I was hitting the burnout end of the season phase. Oh, so okay. it was like, okay, what can I do here to, to take some stress off? So that was, that was one, one big one. So uh, we'll see it. And no, no, it's, been sticking for decaf cold brew yeah i know it's it's honestly it's not cheap either like i'm paying like i'm probably paying what i was at starbucks for it but uh yeah it is uh you know you got to do what you got to do connor bk also in the chat uh his most confident is wyoming pray for him well i mean i think they're the right side markets agreed with that uh obviously craig bowl final game i do think they'll be happy uh, to try to send him out a winner, and then Daquan Finn being out. So who, I, who's I, uh, playing? Do you know the name of the Toledo backup? Yeah, Tucker Gleason. He's pretty good. He's played. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, now that you say that, yeah. So uh, yeah, Jason Candle's name's been out for jobs yet again. I don't know how focused he is. I think Wyoming's pretty locked in. They'll have the crowd edge for that one. Although their OC did take the North Dakota State head coaching job, so that worries me a little bit there. Yeah. Mark S in the chat, Virginia Tech up to 10 and a half. Does Tulane have a quarterback? I haven't got the official word yet. Obviously, Pratt's out. Kai Horton is in the transfer portal. He's their backup. I have not gotten official word if he's playing or not. Otherwise, they're down to a third stringer. Uh, I like Virginia Tech. It was my tout service game of the year. Uh, not a 10 and a half, though, I must say. But I still would lean Virginia Tech. I think they blow out Tulane. You know me. I've had, I have not liked Tulane. For weeks. It's not just because Pratt's out and Willie Fritz is gone and all that. I think his team has been overrated all year. Yeah, I spent, I mean, if no, I think it's, as you said, if, if there's no Horton, then I think it's still good. Obviously, you would want to check on that. But if he doesn't play, uh, I, I would still play. Hopefully, still we get play. a South Florida 45 nothing type yeah, performance. That's yeah. what I want. Will it happen? No, because, I mean, it'll, I'll probably have to. It'll be a, a nail-biter probably, knowing my luck this year. Uh Virginia Tech will turn over five times. Uh, Grant uh, in the chat, Iowa State minus nine and a half is his best bet. Uh, you know, here's the thing with, with uh, Iowa State. When, when expectations are low with Matt Campbell, he has a season <laughs> like he is this year. When expectations point. are high and the expectations are high in this game, 
with them being a nine and a half point favorite, I don't know if that's ideal laying it there. I did, with that being said, I bet Iowa State this bowl season. It's a it's a very valid point. Uh, he's all he's always been the uh, you know back as a big dog type coach. Even though this year's team was I, I was a little different, kind of more you know offensively driven than some. That, but I tend to agree. They're bringing a lot back. They didn't get hit hard by the portal. Memphis total fraud. Um, so yeah, I I'd still lean that way. Um, but again, obviously you know we're in at some some better numbers on this one. But at, at under ten, uh, I'd still lean that way. All right, there you go uh, on that one. Let's get to some other ones in the chat. Uh, Kansas, UNLV, over. This is from John Stuff. I think that's the right side. It, got, it continues to get hit, though. It's a little, I mean, I'm just not running the window to lay these bowl games over in, in the mid-60s, kind of similar to the Knights UCF-Georgia Tech game. I think it's the right side, but I, I am worried. Kotal Nick, he's gone for Kansas. I think he's an elite play caller off the and Penn State. UNLV's uh quarterback at the, the portal and it's no, he's gonna stay I got, oh did he end up oh, coming back i went on local radio here in vegas and i said yeah he's gone oh i i got the brunt of that oh you don't know what you're talking about that was a you know that was a fake report so oh. i guess it was an erroneous report from a few weeks ago well um i mean <laughs> I, I definitely like depending on i, I don't know how the, the unlv insiders are over in uh there that are trolling you but i mean if he I, to be honest with you, if he if he was out, I, I'd lean playing under at this number. Uh, if it's, if it's Brumfeld uh, with him, then I wouldn't. But I, I think like, Brumfeld did hit the portal. Brumfeld hit the portal. Okay, I thought yeah. I well, my my Ava, the word was that he would hit the portal, but I guess it was untrue. Yeah, keeping up with this is a is a thrill. This oh, time it's of year. Uh, but uh, yeah, I agree. Like. You're just, it's usually hard to be like in prime form after taking a month off to hit these 70 totals with the running clock and all that. It's like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, I understand why the number got bet up, but no, I I think just it's too rich now. John's got another over, uh, Rice, Texas State over. The under actually took money, didn't it? That, that game finally, that game sat at the same side in total for two weeks and finally got hit in the last couple of days, a little bit under money, a little bit of Texas state money. I ain't got much. I'll say this about the game. If you told me both teams are going to play their a game, Texas state's aside, cause they just have a much, much higher ceiling, but I trust rice more. I just do. Uh, that's six. there at DK. I at six, I would bet rice. And I have bet that number. Yeah, I'm I'm with you like super high variance team. Texas State looked looked great, like uh, looked unstoppable in some play, looked awful in some games. Um Rice seemed okay without Daniels, you know, in those performances. Uh not as high, but I yeah, that's another one that I'm I'm pretty conflicted on in terms of like uh, you know, where it's at. So I don't really have anything on that one at the moment. Um and as far as the total. That that's one I would actually lean on because of I think if anything, you're gonna get Texas State chaos uh so yeah that i would actually lean that over more so but haven't played it that game is on tuesday speaking of tuesday special time so obviously guys uh have a very merry christmas happy holidays we will not have a show on christmas day on monday we will have a show on tuesday 11 a.m eastern 8 a.m pacific leading into that big monster Epic quick lane bowl between Minnesota and BG. So we'll get you all squared away for that. So make Game sure of the, I'm, I might uh, get off the show and head down, uh, you know, go, uh, go live stream from the quick lane. 
Lock of the year, I would bet no on that happening. <laughs> right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, don't uh I gotta tell you, I don't know if uh I'm I'm looking to spend my uh my day after um at Ford Field. I bet not. Not for Beachy in Minnesota. Hell no. no. So make sure again, guys, Tuesday. Next time we'll see you Tuesday at eleven AM. Uh, a few more questions here. I do have a hard out in 15 minutes. Uh, I am needed elsewhere. Uh, flat 14 at Camp Tom in the chat. Flat 14. Oh, you know what? One more thing I want to mention. Texas State, uh, Rice. Here's the actual info I can give you. If the Sun Belt continues to underperform on Saturday, there's, what, six Sun Belt teams? Say they go like one and five, and they, they got 10 results, and they've covered like one game you will see money come in against Texas state at that point. Cause the sample size would be big enough to say, Hey, this conference just flat out sucks this year. So that, that with that being the only Sunbelt team left on the board, that could be a possibility there. If the Sunbelt underperforms Tom in the chat, flat 14 over can be a play on Georgia. I, I can't lay 14. I know Florida state's got a ton of opt-outs. Georgia hasn't had hardly any, at least announced so far. Uh, if I had to bet anything right now in that game, I bet under. Yeah, I'm st- and it's come down a bit. Um, but again, I think we both really like the under when it was, you know, 46 and a half, 47. It's come down. Um, would still kind of lean that. I don't know how Ford- Florida State's going to. How they score? Do they score more than 14 know. points? I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't see it either. Um, it- it's a brutal, yeah, opt out, Scott. And you see, this has mostly gone through the 14 everywhere. Um, I-, I would still, le- I, you know, again, lean that way. Am I looking to lay two TDs, though? Um, Probably not, but I mean, it, it, I think there's two ways you can go, you know, you can be like, oh, we're going to, you know, go into this game. We got screwed out of the playoff and we're going to make a statement here by beating Georgia. Doesn't really look like they're doing, it's more so like, uh, well, we're out of the playoff and, uh, you know, half our starters are not going to play. So that's sad, man. Yeah. The orange boy, you're 13 and oh, that doesn't mean anything. That is a sad day in college football. Oof. And the two-time defending national champs, I mean, that would be that game would be celebrated like you wouldn't believe for most of college football history. Ooh. Mm. Can't wait for the 12 team, I guess. That's what everybody wants is the 12 team. We'll see. Uh Ethan uh, in the chat, clones uh team total. Uh Iowa State. I, you know what? I haven't again, I haven't dived into these team totals. They're just not widely available uh until you know we get closer to kickoff. Have you done anything there? No, not anything. That I haven't done I, anything on the total period. I bet Iowa State, and that was it in the game. Yeah, I agree there. Um, but I, I think, you know, it, I usually tend to, unless I'm really, you know, fight, you know, double down on the side and the team total, especially after, like, you're, you're talking to move here. I think it's, what, 30, even the small limited 33 and a half there. Um, so, no, I haven't, I haven't gotten into it. Michael in the chat, Arizona minus three thoughts. You like Arizona, don't you? I like Oklahoma. We go head to head here. I I bet some Arizona at oat when it would but at like around pick or you know like around okay. that number, and then it got you know across three. So I can see why the buyback uh, happened there. I I think three is the right number, and this is I know I've said this on a few games, but this is just one. I think three feels like the right number here. Yeah, I would be. I was old tout release was going to go on Oklahoma until, cause I, I don't think Jackson Arnold is going to be that significant of a downgrade from Dylan Gabriel, but three offensive linemen out. Mm, I, yeah, I, I can't get there. I, I do lean with Oklahoma. I just, I can't get anything more than that. 
on the Sooners, though. But I will be rooting for Tent there uh, in that game for Oklahoma. Should be a good let's – let's hope there's not very many more opt-outs on that one. That one's a good, clean game because, man, matchup-wise, that, that's a pretty interesting game. Uh, looking at it here, unless we got any more games, is there any other games that uh, you were itching to talk about value-wise? We did give out a few best bets, including a – The only one I was going to is – I'm still like, and I know another service will gave out uh, Kentucky at the touchdown. I'm still, and you know what? The most of the four and a half got got bought out. There's still some there. Uh, I am still leaning Clemson in this in this Gator Bowl here, um, even with the five. Do you I, I, do you, which way do you think that that one goes too? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, huh. I, I, Kentucky love open. A, a yeah, I bet Kentucky on open, but I mean, my pure numbers are six. I mean, yeah, six. let's wait. Let's wait. See if, if you can get four, a little yeah, bit. I mean, four to four. I'm going, I mean, I'm not going for many middles, but four would be a middle for me. I would say that ah, let's lay it with Clemson. Some people still ask on LSU uh, at 10. Isn't there still some nine and a halfs available? Yeah. If I, I, I think I'd be okay with the smaller play on, uh, nine and a half a 10 would probably be the pass though um there's a mattering of nine and a half out there uh yeah there's yeah, a look at that come on well, uh, no kyle, uh, kyle do a better job of shopping get more than one out i mean come on <laughs> fan duel and DraftKings. i know they don't bet you for much but i mean last i checked they're in pretty much every state that can be books too. Come on, use bet stamp and shop it, Kyle. Come on, yes, come on. Cross promotion, bet stamp, lay nine and a half there. Just for that, I want it to fall 10 just to, to prove you a point, <laughs> Kyle. But yeah, nine and a half still a smaller bet. Uh, but if you're watching the show, and I know it hasn't mattered much this year, we are getting you the best of the number. We laid seven. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can win. I, I'm still pretty confident, even without Denbrock. I think maybe Brian Kelly would be pissed. And also, there's words that, you know, the, the, the co-sees that they have might be, you know, auditioning for the permanent gig. They do like those two young guys. So two young guys might be a little bit more aggressive than Denbrock might have been. So I still like LSU, minus the nine and a half. And so far, guys have not opted out. Thomas and Neighbors are practicing at wide receiver. So they're going to crush Wisconsin. That's my hope. Uh, Jamil in the chat, is Utah Northwestern still a stay away? I got guys, I got boots on the ground for this one. Uh, old man powers was at an event on Fremont street on Wednesday night. They had some like team event there. You know, they do their like karaoke and all these contests yeah. bowling and stuff. He told me on a per man basis, cause both teams were completely there. Utah is much bigger than Northwestern. That's what he told me. So he asked me, he didn't even know what I bet. He said, what do you got in this Northwestern Utah game? Because he's down on Fremont. I'm still stuck here uh, working. Uh, and I said, well, I, I kind of lean Northwestern. He's like, I don't know, man. I was just there. Utah <laughs> looks like they got a 30, 40 pound uh, per man <laughs> advantage. So he's like, good luck. So we'll see. Yeah. He's not a gambling expert, but I do trust his scouting ability. When he's looking I, at yeah, it. His, his Mac uh, lean's been pretty good too. Um, but I wouldn't – if you told me Northwestern, you got it at over a teeter and that, I agree. I, under a tee now, not for me. Agree with that. Yeah, if you get seven or more Northwestern, uh, I will say the old man asked me to bet Utah minus six. So uh, we'll see if he's right, see if he cashes a bet here. I'm going to the game, so uh, we'll see what happens there. I'm, I'm 
excited to go to a bowl game. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anymore, you just get like, eh, it doesn't matter. I will say the last time, a uh, quick story before we head out. Uh, last, he said it was sim- kind of similar. Me and him were down at the national championship game media day where they have all the players. You can interview every single player for both teams, Notre Dame, Alabama. I got to tell you, at that time, unfortunately, I wasn't betting big at all. Uh, but we saw Notre Dame come in first, and then we saw Alabama come in, and it was literally like watching the freshman play on like a Saturday morning compared to the varsity on Friday night. It was strikingly different. It looked like two teams, like, I mean, a peewee team versus a real team. <laughs> I mean, it was I we we both said to each other, like if Notre Dame comes within 14 points, we'll be stunned. Uh, that's how big it was. So he said it wasn't as bad, but he did say it was pretty striking between the two teams. So we'll see if the old man's right. Uh and, and we'll recap that and a lot more bets. Uh let's recap the best bets before we sign up. Uh sign off here. And then we'll wish you guys a very Merry Christmas and happy holidays before we talk to you on uh on Tuesday. So the ones that we gave out today, Maryland, Auburn over 45 and a half. That was a sneaky one. I didn't know that you were going to go that way, but I like that overcorrection in the market for Talia being out for Maryland. I uh, got an offensive-minded coach there in Hugh Freeze. They'll probably want to finish the season strong. And I believe first prop play of the bowl season. First one. Grayson, yeah, Grayson Loftus over two and, two, two and a half pass yards there against Troy. I like it. Any closing thoughts? Uh, just a happy holiday. Merry Christmas to everybody. Appreciate everybody that's uh, been rolling with us through the year, watching, listening along. So, uh, hopefully we can uh, keep it rolling in bowl season and, uh, you know, we'll see everybody Tuesday. All right. Very well said for the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish, producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips, for everybody that's watched us have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You just watched hit the books, part of the hammer betting network.